year. First pitch swinging, line drive, he's done it. John Means has no hit, the Mariners. They Round fake, dishes, Kyrie going for the 50 piece. Irving has 50! Pressure from the Steelers, Mayfield in trouble, he's going to be taken down. Who else but T.J. Watt? First downs on this drive, Heineke, Enzo, McLaurin, touchdown! Torres drives that ball center field, hit deep, going back near the wall, Wilkerson maybe, nope, goodbye home run. Get him out of there! Don't throw to him! i never seen anything like Put it. Put up four fingers! I've never seen anything I mean, like it. He is just tearing the Orioles apart! Jonathan Taylor! Come on, touchdown, Indy, as he crossed the tape at the goal line. 78 yards. And here we go. All right, and we're back for another episode of the Sports Department Podcast with Justin Valentovic, Stephen Clark, and Jesse Norman. We're going for two weeks in a row. Right now, new personal best for the first time in a while. And in this episode, we're breaking down the divisional round, and we'll we'll touch on the games from the wild card round, because of course they play into the divisional round so we'll go over our picks and we'll touch on a few points here and there from each game and then we'll predict this weekend's games coming up so guys what's going on i was letting clark take the lead you go first buddy uh you know i'm doing i'm doing okay i'm doing all right can't complain too much same doing well you know another day another day another dollar so not from this podcast, but so let's talk about our picks from last week. Jesse went with the Niners, Jags, Bills, Vikings, Bengals, Cowboys. Clark went with another Nin- freeze. Niners, oh, there Chargers. you are. Who? Me? You. Froze. You oh. froze. Well, for me, it's fine on this end. I'm the recording side, so we're okay. So what we're all talking Clark- about? How you were frozen? Clark went with the Niners, Chargers, Bills, Giants, Bengals, Bucks. Forty. Uh, Bologna went Niners, Chargers, Bills, Vikings, Bengals, Bucks. I went Niners, Jags, Bills, Giants, Bengals, Buckaroos. So yep. weren't too. So no, no one got a perfect? perfect week. Nope. I was one. I was one off. I yes, you were the Vikings, Vikings instead think, of Giants. I think I was two off. Uh, Niners won, Chargers lost, and the Bucks yeah, lost. You so you Chargers, Chargers and Bucks I lost. Yep. I was one off with the uh, Cowboys. Look at that. Perfect. Look at you two. I know. It would have been perfect if I actually made the right pick for once. But, of course, I would have been damn near perfect when we're not counting these too hard. But that's here nor there. So let's just get right into last week's game, starting with the 49ers beating the Seahawks 41-23. to Brock Purdy and the Niners are still very, very good. And Geno kind of looked like Geno getting the boot out of New York. That's my takeaway. Gino did not play bad. They yeah, I two, mean, three picks. no, he he did not play bad by any regard. They were the, up at halftime. The they 49ers couldn't stop, defense. They couldn't just, stop anything in yeah. the second half. I mean, I really think this is on Seattle's defense more than anything. Um, I mean, yeah, the 49ers are really good. Really, really well done of them to go into half down and then come out just blazing. Um, and I really do think it's gone underrated somehow of how good McCaffrey is in the offense. He's the perfect weapon yeah. for him. He's literally what Debo was. I mean, my takeaway from this game is more of what Purdy is doing. I mean, undefeated since he started. Um, 
he threw three touchdowns to make in this game and like he just fits that QB friendly it's, mold so well. well. That's the thing. It's it's the offense. Is the Shanahan system is apparently one of the best plug and play systems for a quarterback now. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it's insane. Like the weapons they have on that team is ridiculous. Um, if Purdy plays like this and doesn't play like you know the last pick in the draft, as like he's not playing at all like that. But yeah, if he sticks to this, I I don't see who's beating this team in the NFC at least. I don't see who's beating them. Niners are on a perfect run right now, so we'll see when they play the Cowboys this weekend, which we'll get into. Next up, Jags Chargers with a game-winning field goal. Chargers going to charge Jags win 31-30 to in Jacksonville, so Trevor Lawrence get his gets his first playoff win. Brandon Saley gets another brutal loss on his resume, and into the offseason, the Chargers go. They already fired, I think they're DC. To say they fired their OC, OC. so they're ready to reset. And a lot of us, we, I especially thought you don't come back from that type of loss. I thought Staley would have been fired by now, but he hasn't, so they're keeping him one more year at least. It seems takeaways from this game. What do you guys got? Uh, um, he has to go, which he did go, so that's good. Um, in the second half, they had 25 plays that they ran. I believe 17 of them were passes, eight of them were runs. Um, at the time of half, you are up 27 to seven. Um, the Jags' first drive even goes into six minutes left in the third quarter. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's really hard to blow this game. I feel and like, they too, to do it. Like you brought up, Jesse, they only had 17 to 8 passes to runs. I feel like the Chargers at their best is when Eckler is touching the ball to some capacity. Like, I feel like that's when the offense flows the best. Yeah, I don't understand when you had the guy um, who led the league in touchdowns the past two years um, in the backfield. And I understand you want to give Herbert an opportunity, but but if you ever watch Herbert, if they, the way they run the offense, I feel like it's like, First down, they, like, run some shot play. I've never I, – I will say this about the Chargers, watching them with Joe Lombardi. I have never seen a team take off so many downs. Just a first down that's a one-read play that Herbert just shoots into the, uh, to the end zone or off, like, thrown out of bounds because it's like a one-play shot read type of thing. They start almost every drive on, like, second and ten. Because first and 10, they just do a stupid shot play. And I really hope that with Lombardi gone, somebody can come in and just make this an actual offense in the 21st century. Clark, what do you got? Um, Props to the Jags. I mean, they played a miserable first half, putting up zeros. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looked like, you know, awful. Like, they only have a couple picks, I know. and Yeah, it was a rougher um, first half for them. They looked like the Jags that, you know. We expected we them to be. Exactly. Like, the old Jags of, like, years past. But, um, no, I, I give that I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. I think he has to do with a lot of the success of this team. Um, We know the incompetent coaching they had last year and how that affected the chemistry and how it affected, you know, the overall morale in that locker room. And, I think Doug Peterson is one of the main reasons, kind of like how Dave all turned around the Giants. Um, I think Peterson has to do with a lot of this. He probably told him to keep calm in the locker room. He's been there before. You know, Super Bowl winning head coach. Um, 
And I, I, I don't like them coming into this week because it's a very <laughs> tough matchup. But, you know, it's a big leap forward from this team from, you know, being the number one overall pick a couple years ago. So um, pro- think, props to this Jaguars team. I think this is also a big win for them because, yeah, they're, they're going to lose to the Chiefs this weekend. I don't think any They're ahead of schedule. Not, but not only are they ahead of schedule, usually a young quarterback tends to have to go through growing pains in the playoff. And Lawrence, it looks like, did that in a half and still won the game. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I feel like that's you know that's that one of says the a lot about I've said about uh, Philadelphia all this year is they are very good. I feel like they could represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, but also I feel like they might lose the first game that they play because you never know how a young quarterback is usually going to play in their first playoff games or even in their first playoff series where you can see like Lamar Jackson, his first year having a very good uh, first game and then having a very bad second game. So I think it it can all kind of dial up a different way with young guys. And I think with Lawrence, he's probably already grown past it because that's kind of how Trevor Lawrence is. So on to the next game, speaking of some growing pains and whatnot, the Bills took on the Dolphins. We expect this to be an absolute bloodbath, and quite frankly, it wasn't. They only beat the Dolphins by three points, 34-31. Skylar Thompson hung in there enough, and the Dolphins actually gave the Bills a game for a while. Skylar Thompson just guaranteed himself a backup job for the next probably 10 to 15 years. He just made himself a lot of money. How did this game stay this close is really the biggest question. The Bills are very sloppy. Bills were yeah. insanely sloppy, they're, and they're, I feel like they, they tend to do this. And they kind of went in knowing that they had a third-string quarterback. They could kind of fuck around a little bit, it seemed. Well, it seemed like also in the middle of the uh, – I think it was the second quarter where it went like touchdown, touchdown. I think they got an interception, and they might have gotten another touchdown, or they ended up with a field goal. It felt like they were going to knock out the Dolphins. Like this was going to be it. They were going to put it to bed. and then. Stupid turnover, stupid penalties, stupid things here and there, letting the Dolphins stick around in the game, mainly the turnovers. Like, Allen is not taking care of the ball. The Bills overall, I feel like, don't value having the ball and their possessions. Yeah, th- this team scares me coming into this week. I mean, they looked, you know, kind of beatable in a way. And that's What's not what, what you saw during the year with this Buffalo Bills team. Um like Jesse, Jesse used the right word. It's it's sloppy. It, and that's the thing, it, that, was, it was very sloppy. And that the mistakes they were making, Clark, and the sloppiness that they had. You know, the Dolphins were able to put up thirty-one. What would a team like Kansas City be able to do? Cincinnati be able to do? You know, legitimate teams with legitimate quarterbacks. And that's kind of been the downfall of the Bills. I feel like in the playoffs, the past few years is the the small mistakes add up, and that's what take them out of the playoffs each year. And they just kind of avoided it enough this year, this round at least. For the positives for Buffalo, I mean, looks like playoff Gabe Davis is back, which is you know, awesome. he he has he holds the record for most touchdowns in a well four of them were in one game. Yeah, I mean last year, but no one cares about that because they lost. That's insane. That you know he just showed up for a hundred and a touchdown out of nowhere. Kind of feel like he was quiet all season. Um, he dealt with no, injuries on and off. Yeah, yeah, um, but the, the Bills have a good team. They just need yeah. to, you know, get, get, get their side. Yeah. Yeah, 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 play yeah. play cleaner football. So, yeah. on 
the next game, uh, the Giants. They beat the Vikings, and they played a pretty clean game, opposite of the Bills a little bit, and they were able to keep it in control. And Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, proven why they need to be brought back next year, both of them, and run the offense through them. You know, Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones' best asset is his legs. What does it matter when you're winning football games? But also, he's been making every throw when he's kind of had to. It's just Darius Slayton didn't catch that slam pass. So, for the most part, it, he hasn't been the reason they've been in terrible situations. And that's how they kind of figure out how to win. Also, the Vikings defense got awful. Worse. Yeah, I think, I think the Cousins and the offense are going to take way too much of the heat because it's Kirk Cousins. Um the Minnesota defense cannot stop a nosebleed. Um, I think you could probably gather 11 guys in the parking lot, and they would probably put up at least 14 points on the Vikings defense. Um, it's pretty bad, and I, yeah, I really like. I think I think that's all there is to it. There was they had no secondary. This was such a bad matchup. Like they let Daniel Jones just go crazy on them. They were letting like receivers who. Like Darius Slayton and Isaiah just get Hodge open in space, just going, just going absolutely ballistic. Like these aren't these aren't all pro receivers. I mean, and the Giants have made do with them. I will say that, but the Giants also weren't a very good passing team all year. No, their 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 strength is their running game. Um, yeah, I mean they're third they're third in rushing in the season. They didn't the the main rusher. I mean Barkley had a great game, obviously, but. Daniel Jones just being able to run all over them with little to no resistance. It felt like Minnesota all year was just either relying on one to two turnovers a game, and they needed Kirk to constantly bail them out at the end of games, which he kept doing. The other thing that's kind of important with this game is on the other side of the ball that they shut down Justin Jefferson 100%, just like, you know, Jairi um, did – Jair did um, a couple weeks ago. I mean, yeah, they kept him in and that's I why Hawkinson got so many reps because Kirk Cousins had to keep and also it down to Hawkinson. That that's why they got to get they got to get a new receiver because Thielen is yeah. yeah. I and think like they also get a new guy. that fourth down play that essentially that ended the game. Why is O'Connell calling a play that Hawkinson's route is five yards on a well, seven yard first down? I don't know if you guys seen the play art. Also, Hawkinson is the only down person. Everybody else is like 20 yards down the field. It's yeah. literally two streaks and a post route. So it's like it's either Hawkinson Pill four or five yards under the first and, down line. And hope he breaks a tackle in every turns. single or every single person down the field 20 yards. That's not very good play design for a fourth and seven. And the Giants also shut down Dalvin as well, which was that was my big takeaway, uh takeaway going into the game was that the takeaway the run game. They'll be fine, and they kind of did. I mean, Dalvin didn't, you know, put on a spectacular performance either. Um, no, the Giants why, are like fun. Said, the Giants are a fun little team. Hey, man, you you said you heard what I said in the last podcast. I wouldn't be shocked if they make it to the Super Bowl. You you heard what I said. Hmm. Maybe um, they go on a similar run to the Bengals. I wouldn't be shocked if any NFC team is. And the NFC is wide open. I feel. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So, final game on Sunday, which was Bengals Ravens which another game we thought was going to be a blowout. And the deciding factor was a 98-yard scoop and score by Sam Hubbard, which was the difference maker. Tyler Huntley played as well as he possibly could and tried his damnedest, and it just fell short. 
Like, th- this game was, like, similar expectations going in as was with the Bills and the Dolphins because, you know, backup quarterbacks and, you know, powerhouse teams on the other side of the ball. But I feel like I feel more confident in how the Bengals played than the Bills. Because I feel like Bengals still played a more, like, complete game. Typical Bengals game. Yeah, and, like, the Bills, you know, it, it looked off. Like, Huntley played well. Like, Huntley's a top three backup, maybe even the best backup in the entire league behind, like, Kobe Bursette or something. Um, but they played well, the Bengals, though, because the Ravens have a good team. They, 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 their, their defense is solid on the yeah. Ravens. It's, it's just, you know, the offensive side of the ball needs a couple more weapons and, you know, needs their quarterback. franchise quarterback if they can get them back this offseason. But Ravens are a great, good, really good team, and Huntley fits that mold into the Lamar Jackson playbook, you know, or the same type of stuff they, they run. Similar play so style, yeah. and It's it's literally like a downgraded Lamar he is, Huntley. And, you know, they they did well. They made do. Well exactly. Yeah, the Bengals won um, despite – I mean, it, it goes to show if you're the Ravens, if you just have a really good defense, what can be possible in the playoffs because yeah. they really put a lot of pressure on the Bengals. Um, I mean, and we'll talk about it, you know, going into the matchup next week, but the Bengals' run game is so bad. It is bottom five in the league. Um, it was all year. They couldn't run it all against the Ravens, and – that's going to be an issue. Pretty sure Jonah Williams is out, who also led the league in sacks allowed. Um, this this Bengals team survived the Ravens, but I I'm gonna say yeah. like this this de- they're relying a lot more on this defense than they did last year, and the defense has still been good, but I don't know if they're as talented as last year. So far, they have not broken down, but I. Oh, this is a bad matchup for them. So, final game of the week: Cowboys taking on the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Bucks or Cowboys get the win, thirty-one fourteen, which very well could have been Tom Brady's last game in Tampa Bay. From the way he was kind of thanking the media and saying his goodbyes, as we know with Tom, pretty much probably not his last game, but maybe his last yeah. game as a Bucko. Boy, 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 was I wrong about this game. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got to say. Yeah, Bucks look bad. They look like a. The Bucks have been a bad. I tried to tell you guys the Bucks have been bad all year. I know they're bad, but (laughs) But it's it's still the the allure. It's still the allure of Brady. That's the thing. It's the playoffs and Brady. Like, I I wrote more on group chats. You know, they. One of our group chats. Like, Brady looked like those dying days of Ben where he was just making these dumb decisions and, like, just throwing the ball. When Brady ran right and threw the ball across field left into, like, quadruple coverage in the end zone, I'm like, well, like well, that's what not you- Brady. Like, Brady throws that away or he takes a sack or he scrambles for even two yards. Even if there's it's a almost like he knew yards back. he like, was going out anyway, so just nah. why not? Well, I mean, it how was- could you not with the way the Cowboys literally yeah. dominated just, They them. were – they were just dominating them from start to finish. There was, and we there good was no. Um, yeah, no, you're right. And we got good Dak too, which is a lot of it. I mean, because Dak's one of the most hot and cold players in the league. And we got good Dak. And when Dak's good, he's he's good. And when he's bad, he's he rough. stinks. He stinks. But, um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, this Buccaneers team wasn't this wasn't the Buccaneers team. They fired Byron Leftwich today when we were recording. I'll take him. I'll take him for the Steelers OC job. Please. Well, Matt Canada's please, already please, being please. retained, it seems. I know. So. I know. But that was before Leftwich became available. Please, Pittsburgh Steelers legend Byron Leftwich. So it seems like the, the three year dynasty air quotes of the Bucks is coming to a sad end. He's going to Vegas. But they got their Super Bowl, so they can wipe their tears with their Lombardi. So let's get into now the divisional round. We got four games this weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. The first being the Jaguars at the Chiefs. Poof. This is going to be a reality check for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Um, Jags are 23rd in pass defense. Chiefs are the number one pass offense in the NFL. Uh, I just don't – I don't see a world where the Jags are ahead of schedule enough to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Um, I think Lawrence might have a bad game. Like, this this could be bad. This could Um, be rookie. This could be playoff tiers. You got to win. Like, you got to feel good about that. (laughs) That's that's the important thing. You're about to go up against a – the best team. The best – like, the Chiefs at this point are – to some kids what the patriot like the belichick brady patriots were like not the super bowls you know but just dominant have that just yet. dominant but just like they're gonna be in the afc championship uh pat mahomes is five and oh in the divisional round and he has only ever played a divisional round game in arrowhead like also, that is do- yeah, that is awesome. dominant that's awesome that's dominant <laughs> they have also mahomes has never played a road playoff game officially no no he is not you know neutral site for the super bowl doesn't count. He has never left Arrowhead for the playoffs. And guess what? He's like not the AFC going, and, he's not, and he's not going to have to this this week. No. Um, uh, I could see this game see being it. like the Chiefs Texans, but not to that extent. A couple years ago, Jaguars might go up two two possessions to start the game. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean they 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 know the Chiefs. They know you know they're the low man in the situation, and that everyone's doubting them. And the Chiefs are coming off a bye, so they might come out as tad slow, but maybe. Oh my God, the Chiefs are off a bye. No, no, Andy Reid off a bye. Oh man, pack it in, pack it in. Okay, fair, but I can see like maybe I forgot about also also Jackson Mahomes and his uh and Pat's wife been rather silent so far. This uh, why don't you say her her name? I don't I don't remember. That's why degrading her. Not I don't her remember name. her name. Justin degrading women. So uh, you remember the man's name. Yeah, you remember the man's name. Um, anyways, um, now the Chiefs are going to destroy them, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, a, a route. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags maybe like make it closer. That's the thing. The I feel like I feel like the scoreboard will say it's a closer game than what it actually will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Jesse, it's cute that they made a little. They got a. Big playoff win, but I really don't hold out too, too much hope after this. So, second game on Saturday, which is close to us and kind of the most important game to us for rooting, if you care, in this area and whatnot in New Jersey. Giants at Philly. Oof. A divisional matchup? Giants barely lost when they were playing their backups to the Eagles and they had to play for everything to win the division, but the Giants are riding high. Eagles are coming off a bye. Hurts Jones, three this year. How are we feeling about it? It's tough. It's tough this because... bye week helped the Eagles. I'll, I'll say that first. I mean, because they were banged up. 
They they been banged up. They needed Hertz, it. The Hurts you know, had to practically limp his way onto the field for the Week 18 game. Yeah, yeah. and now they're primarily healthy-ish for the most part. Um, the Giants are hot. They're they're riding this whole momentum thing, you know, ever since clinching the playoffs, and you know they they know they're back there against the wall. They have all these away playoff games. They're they don't have a home playoff game, no matter what the outcomes are. The other games, um, man, it, it is tough. I, but it's I almost like this is really. I'm I'm going like, back and forth a lot. Like I yeah, I, no, so I, I get completely different regimes, completely different teams, but it's like this is similar how the Giants went on their playoff runs to their two Super Bowls with Eli, you know, as a wild card team on the road. No one thought they could do it. Here we are. And they've played a whole hell of a lot better down the stretch. Um, I think the big factor in this game is that if the Giants can run the ball. Yes. If, if Jones that's, that's and Barkley can get their legs going. The secondary is and... ridiculous for the Eagles. Well, like their D-line has some question marks. It's a little old, you know. I think maybe Barkley, if Barkley can wear him out and Jones does his little runs here and there, he won't have to throw the if, ball as much. If they can run to set up the passing – and Jones can make, you know, occasional five to ten yard passes, fifteen yards when they have to, and take care of the ball if Hodgins is getting open, if Richie James is getting open, and they kind of get into rhythm, then I could see it. It's just they have to establish the tempo early. Yeah, Giants are the third rushing team in the NFL. Philly, as Clark said, is so stacked in their secondary. They're the number one pass defense, but they are the fifteenth rush defense. If they have a weakness, it it's is running, running it's on mid. them. It, it, it's they've, literally they've, mid. They've been trying to get multiple different guys in the middle of that line. I know they signed uh, Joseph at one point. Sue. They, signed, they signed Sue at one point. They were signing guys like everybody to try to fix that rush defense. Um, the Giants worry me a little bit on the road. They were only four and four in the regular season on the road. You know, going into Minnesota, obviously. Philly is a is a much uh, different, more bitch. hostile environment. I do feel like the Giants match up really well with Philly. I don't know how healthy Hurts is. And God, if the Giants just had like, like one Giants defensive line is like, playing so good. Like I feel like yeah, if but... Galladay was like actual Lions Galladay, I'd feel so much better if they had a true actual if they receiver. Had one, if they had one true like legit receiver that you just felt comfortable. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, do we think that the Giants could if, – if Hurts is 100% healthy, which he's probably not, probably around like 90%. I don't think he's – I don't I mean, think But Dexter be Lawrence has been a menace in the do, middle. He's been playing out of his th- mind. Jalen Hurts is not Kirk Cousins who might just fall back for a sack. Jalen Hurts, you know, can evade the pocket well. Yeah, he can't send the play and turn the corner and get 5 to 10 yards if Correct. Well, not a hell of a lot more. I, and, you know, we're due for a Boston Scott touchdown in this game because he manages to get one every time against the Giants. And they have to contain um, A.J. Brown. You know, uh, which I, is tough. I, it's tough. Argu- yeah. Arguably the best receiver this season. I mean, yeah. But then, him, but uh, but, but also we just, they can, we just applauded them for they kept being able. Jefferson to had a touchdown, down. but they right, were able to at least keep right. him in check enough. You know, uh, same thing yeah. what I said about Je- like Jefferson last week. If they can hold him to a touchdown, and you know they'll force feed him, he'll get his targets. You know, but just don't let him absolutely wipe the floor with you. You got to keep them in check, and they should be okay. And also, that they have better receivers on Philly and better weapons. Oh, by on far, Philly overall, than, it's a far better I mean, team. It is. It is. They're they're the number one seed for a reason. I mean, I don't want to discredit them, but um, 
But also, I don't know, with it being a divisional game, it gives it some like juice behind it that I feel like it does. And it's close this to is a Jersey. Divisional with... game and Philly hasn't been playing. I mean, everybody said about uh, you know, how the Cowboys and the Buccaneers last week, oh, the Cowboys have been playing bad. Philly has not been good. They no. haven't they haven't been a complete team in a couple weeks now. Yeah, because they could have clinched the division like weeks ago. And yeah, it, they waited well, to literally is... wait week 18 to finally do it. And Hurts' um, injury, I, I really do think – I just don't think it – like just giving him that one week off makes everything. I really do think this could be a thing where it's bothering him the whole game. And, oh, my God, I really think if there's a team that can beat Philly – It's the Giants. pass defense, it really might be the running game of the Giants. And, and with what, that being – yeah. Who the hell would have thought we would have been saying this in January 19th? I Not also like I don't oh. going like just going off strictly like playoff coaching. I might give the advantage to the Giants too. Yeah, because because I like the Eagles staff, but they haven't been in the playoffs. The Giants have guys all over that staff that have been in the playoffs. Dable's been there a couple times now. Yeah, you know, Bills have made it the last couple I, of years. Well, even Ma- with- Martindale, Martindale too was with the Ravens Link, for all those yeah. years. And Kafka, yep. he came from where was he from? Was he, he also was from Reed, Buffalo? He was a Reed guy. He was an Andy Reed guy. Yeah, okay. Too. But still. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want I'm going to do it. I'm going Giants. I'm so taking Giants. Wow, we're all going Giants except Bologna, oh, God. who texted in the Eagles. They're, Commander. You know, I, I, I won't be surprised if the Eagles win and look every part of the one seed. But I need to see it first because they haven't looked like the one seed in – Oh, in a while, and no, they haven't since, been that like ha- that midway se- point of the season. I need I need to see them fully put back together, and that's great that they had this week off to build. Let's hope yeah. that they put it together on the field. All right, on Sunday, a matchup that I feel like we've seen a good amount of times already in the past few years. The first matchup since the Demar Hamlin, of course, freak accident and whatnot on Monday Night Football. That is the Bengals at the Bills. Sunday at 3 o'clock. So, remember how I said about how the Bengals have been really bad at running the ball? Yes. The Bills have a top-five rush defense. And I really think they're going to make it hard. I don't think you can ever count the Bengals out. I just think this is a really bad matchup. And I think the Bills win it in Buffalo. I think it's the same story with the Bengals that you know, the O-line is like they, – they worked on their O-line, you know, in the last couple seasons, but – since last season, but it's banged Work. up again. Yeah. Kept Jonah um, Williams. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's, it's, it's um, not – This is – this like, is, it's not it's, great. Stop the Jonah Williams thing. Stop the Jonah Williams thing. It's a goddamn travesty and it's you're going to ruin Joe It's an Joe upgrade from last year, but it's still not, but then again, you know, But it's like Kappa, no. Collins – Lyle's like, out. Well, it's mediocre. Out yeah, and no, but that's what I'm saying. That's the point I was it's getting like, to. That's They're what I'm saying. Injured. Like the moves were like, oh, cool, they got an offensive line. But then, like after you get past the idea of, oh, they finally gave him protection, the protection still sucks. Yeah. As a whole. yeah. Well, and also, once you go down, they have no depth. Yeah. And granted, uh, Buffalo's a little banged up on the defensive side as well. Um, I don't know. I, I don't feel confident. And I, I got a Bleacher Report a couple of minutes ago that. The whole Buffalo Bills roster got a number three charm that they're wearing. So, oh, they're like, screwed. They are so screwed. Bay. Uh, that, that 
that was like the leaning factor. And you got to you got to assume too because if they win and the Chiefs win, it's a neutral site game, or you're in an Arrowhead. And then at that point, you know you got to assume they're probably gonna have something with Demar Hamlin, which will give it even more. I think they do that juice this week. behind I think it as well. This week, yeah, um, yeah. I, I and you know, the Bills didn't look good in the second half last week. I will say that. Like it, it's yeah. a little scary. It's very scary. But they're home, which is another big factor. Um, I, I like Buffalo in this one. I am going with the Bills as well. And Bologna texted in the Bengals. So I would have liked to have seen wow. what his oh, reasoning would have been. So we'll see. I, I think the Bengals can win. I just really I do, too. It's just be a too. big yeah. Joe Burrow game because they're not going to get anything from that run game. I really Ooh. don't think they will. If they can't run on if the if they're struggling to run on the Ravens, they're not going to run the Bills. So, final game of the weekend, the Cowboys are heading out to the Bay for a good old-fashioned NFL matchup. We've seen this throughout the years as well. Old-fashioned NFL matchup. Well, it is. Old you know, fashioned. You think the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, it was Cowboys and Niners. It's the most bandwagon two fans. That's what I'm saying. It's, the, it's, the, it's the legacy playoff game, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that is, is the Cowboys. They, this is the teams who bring up rings, even though yes. they haven't won any rings. Even though as, their, their fans haven't the, seen them. Since the same yet. time period, yeah. basically, in the 90s. Yeah. But that is the Cowboys and the Niners. Does the Brock party roll on? Where does it finally hit a speed bump? I th- I think the party rolls on. I really do. I, What's I, going I, on? Like a Cardell Jones bias to me. I hate the Cowboys. Oh, That's God, just I, what it must be with me. We just but, need um, to avoid an Eagles Cowboys NFC title game at all costs. Oh, oh, <laughs> like toxic. That's very toxic. Um, that would but, be so toxic. Like I mean, at, at that point, uh, I would rather film because, like, God, the, fuck the Cowboys. The Niners are the most, I would say, besides the quarterback position, which is fine because of the system, they're the most complete team that's yeah. in the playoffs. Hey, top right to now. bottom. Their defense, great. I think they're they get pressures all the yeah. time. I mean, uh, their weapons, like, they have, like, three receivers or three weapons that could be, like, a starter, like, a number one on any team with Debo, Ayuk, and then, you know, obviously Kittle, who's the top two uh, tight end in the league. Yep. And then McCaffrey, who they a great trade they made off the trade deadline or before the trade deadline. Um, as long as you know Purdy doesn't mess up, I, I I like San Francisco. And it's like we've been saying that for how long? Six weeks, seven weeks. He hasn't lost a game since. But he's that's what I'm over. saying. It's like he's undefeated, and he like, might go undefeated all the way through. February. But that's the thing. It's like know. we keep saying, "Oh, unless he messes up." It's like, will he though? Because I'm kind of starting to. Get into that where I feel like and honestly, I, I think there's a very valid, you know, QB competition between Purdy and Trey Lance. Yeah. For the starter next you know, year. By it default, just Garoppolo. Go to Trey the, Lance. Yeah, that's the thing. It's by default Garoppolo's the odd man out, but at the same time, it's like pretty six of fucking oh. And on the verge of an NFC title game. You also I, have I that think... Titans the Titans new GM just came from the 49ers uh room. So that you have to assume that I got that somebody might be traded over to there. Yeah, um, the worst of the two. This is an interesting thing because I feel like I'm the least cowboy hater, I guess. Because, like, I don't know. I don't like the Cowboys, but I don't detest them that that much. Um, I hate their, their fans. fans. It's the I fans. Do. That's really... what I don't like. No, as yeah, a whole, the I'm Cowboy can... teams are relatively likable. I'm a fan team, of like, Dak. I'm a fan of Zeke, but, like, their fans I do hate Jerry Jones. Also. Oh, Jones can um, screw Cowboys aren't a great road team. 
four and four on the road this year, um, kind of been much more up and down on the road. If this was in Dallas, I honestly think I would pick Dallas. There. In San Fran, I will say this is the first good defense I feel like Purdy has played. Like this, this defense is legitimately good. Um, man, if the Cowboys had another receiver, could you imagine Amari Cooper on this team? Um, wow! <laughs> if they, if they, I, I really, I mean, and don't, uh, don't get me wrong, Dalton hey, they got Schultz looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. Dalton Schultz looked fantastic, but if there's a team that's probably going to take away your tight end, it's the 49ers. They're so stacked at every defensive level. I'm gonna go Niners, but I won't be surprised if the Cowboys do win. I'm with you on the Niners on that one, Clark. You were taking the Niners, Niners as well, and Bologna. Plus the Cowboys, right? Yes, he is. So if the Cowboys come in and beat the 49ers, I think that opens the door up a lot more for Lance than if yes. Purdy takes them all the way Fair. to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. If he if Purdy looks like a rookie, and that's that's what the Cowboys need. They need yeah. him to look like a rookie. Which he hasn't, and he Yeah, but no, if he Pete hasn't. Carroll couldn't make him look like a rookie last Just week. Mike I mean, Dan Quinn. But the Cow the Cowboys defense is way more talented. It is, it is, but the, the, yeah, but what about mean, the, the six, what about the five other games they played? Uh they had, it's oh yes, but the Cowboys are the best defense out of all of them. Is that is fair. Saying. That is fair. I'm still picking the 49ers to win. I just do think if this becomes a quarterback duel, the Cowboys definitively do have the better quarterback. I will say yeah. that. Everything yeah. else, the 49ers have better. But in the playoffs, <laughs> sometimes they can be a quarterback. In duel. the NFL, it matters most when it comes down to your quarterback. So Who's to touching su- the ball every snap. To summarize our picks. Us three all have the same picks as uh, Chiefs, Giants, Bills, Niners, and then Bologna is going Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys. So other than the first game, he is a complete polar opposite of us. Very interesting. So with that being said, when we inevitably do a preview of the NFC title game and a recap of this one, Clark, where can people listen and watch? Yeah, man, you know, YouTube, the Apple podcast, and Spotify. Follow, subscribe on those. Follow the socials on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. That's Sports D-E-P-T Pod. Um, maybe we bang out a rumby pod? I don't know. That's this week. Know. Next weekend. Next know. weekend. Maybe. maybe. I requested maybe. off for the rumble. Me I too. Did you? So did I. Yeah. Better boy. not suck this year. Uh, I don't think so. A nice report I don't think came it out will. Today. A nice report came out today that a lot of surprises are in store. So, um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited Vince for the McMahon. playoffs. That'd be kind of fire. And eliminate Cody. Um, That's the rumble match. Um, yeah, so stay tuned to that. Maybe some other stuff. Maybe start getting the baseball previews out. Oh god.